I'm Brian Hu. I'm Ada Singh. And welcome to Saturday School. When your friends are watching Saturday morning cartoons, you're being forced to learn Asian American pop culture history. Hi everyone, welcome back to Saturday School. We're very grateful that Go Nakamura has joined us to talk about Asian Americans in love. Some of you will know Go from his music. Um, others of you will know him as the romantic lead in films such as Surrogate Valentine and Daylight Savings. So we thought he would be a great person to bring on to talk about romance, both in movies and in music and whatever else you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else I should say about you? No, not really. So, um, Sergey Valentine came out in 2011. For an independent film, I would say it was quite a success. I mean, it, it played South by Southwest. It won top prizes at several film festivals. There was a sequel the next year, um, also directed by Dave Boyle, Go Playing Go. And that film was called Daylight Savings. In the first script, my name was Joe, Joe Nakamura. <laughs> and that just sounded so phony to me. I said, yeah, uh, you know, can I just be myself? like a strange uh, alternate version of myself, kind of like Larry David or something. So uh, I don't know. In a way, that made it a little funnier to me. I don't know. <laughs> Let's start by talking about the song Surrogate Valentine, which predates the movie. Do you want to tell us about how the song came about? Sure. It was just sort of like a little ditty that I had. I think I recorded it in my living room in uh, like 2003 or something. I was next to wait in line To be your silly good valentine I took a number and it started with nine And ended in letters I couldn't define not even thinking I was going to make an album or anything. I just wanted to kind of practice songwriting. So just real simple acoustic guitar and, and vocals. I think it stems from uh, the gray area between friendship or romance or something. And then fast forward maybe six years, I was hanging out at a film festival and I met Dave Boyle. I guess he had heard my music. In his mind, secretly, he had this project, a film about a traveling director who has like a high school flame that he keeps seeing on the road at like different film festivals or something. But then I think when he met me, he was like, oh, maybe I'll just turn it into a musician and you should be in it, you know? And I had no experience in acting or anything. So I said, all right, you know, let's, let's give it a shot. Hey Danny, this is my friend uh, Rachel from high school. This is Hugo. So, uh, are you dating anybody? Um, yeah. And action. So it must be one thing to play yourself, another to be a lead of a romance film. Was that intimidating for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I guess my hero for like those romance films is uh, someone like John Cusack. He kind of plays the same guy in every film. So that was sort of the vibe I was, I was going for, maybe. I could kind of see that. <laughs> in Daylight Savings, we pick up where... Go is getting out of a relationship and he meets a new girl um, named Ye Ming, played by Ye Ming Chen, as a version of herself, a fellow musician. And he's trying to figure out where to go with that. I met Ye Ming, what, the Dream Date girl? 
I'm playing Vegas next week. How close are you to PAX? I'm done. Perfect. You and I are gonna get in your car and go to Vegas. What? New day, new girl. Gotta embrace that by the balls. <laughs> So, I mean, as a non-professional actor in gaming, in Daylight Savings as a non-professional actor as well, how did you kind of recite, quote-unquote, cute lines without making it seem like this is really scripted? Um, with Yaming, I got to rehearse a lot more. We would just kind of, like, take a part of the script and then just go to, like, a supermarket or to a bar or something and just sort of recite the lines to each other while, you know, wandering around just to get the rhythm of it. It's too soon for me to be chasing someone new. I have no game like this. Huh? Thanks. Whoa. Is that Go Nakamura over there? Maybe we should not be as hopeful because you just broke up with someone. But at the same time, it's the you and Yamin relationship that really stood out to me. It's kind of like a girl version of, of me, almost. For me, it was like, as soon as you see her, as soon as you see like the way you guys are smiling at each other from the audience, I think there's something about it that matched. And for the rest of the film, I think what makes Daylight Savings so pleasurable for me is how you two kind of feed off each other and balance each other out. Were you involved in selecting gaming as the love interest in this film? Yeah, I was. Um, I've known her for a while. Uh, she was in a band called Dream Date. They were a East Bay uh, power pop female group. Some of their songs are in Daylight Savings as well. Yeah, big fan of her uh, music. We played a bunch of shows together, and it was just so fun just kind of goofing off backstage that I was like, oh, she should totally be in this next movie. You know those days when you string too many words together, you just can't seem to get anything out? Yeah, like today? It was pretty easy. You know, she was pretty natural, so it seemed to work out, luckily. I love how, like, locations inspire content in the film. I wonder, like, so much of the romanticism of both of these films come from the places that you guys are traveling in. So, I mean, I've always thought of San Francisco as a really romantic place, but it comes out in the film, as does Vegas or just the idea of being on the road. So were you inspired by the places that you were going to? Yeah, definitely. We filmed a lot in San Juan Batista, which is also where Dave filmed Man from Reno. And uh, yeah, Vegas was definitely challenging. We just had to figure out ways to film there without getting hassled, I guess. But, uh, there's people on bikes riding around all the time, like looking for permits and, and such. And uh, we just said that, like, uh, oh, yeah, we're just filming a wedding video. <laughs> you know, I, have a, I have a cast on and I have, like, these ripped Adidas <laughs> sweatpants because I get my clothing stolen from me in Daylight Savings. So I have to wear this, like, ridiculous outfit for half the movie. One of the great running gags in Daylight Savings is that the two of you keep running into Michael Jackson impersonators. Were, were those actual impersonators? Yeah, yeah, there were. Yeah. I think that really happened to Dave because he was in Vegas <laughs> and there was all these impersonators. So he wrote that into the script. What about that great scene where um, the two of you are walking down the street and Yaming in her anxious way doesn't know whether to stand on the right or to the left of you? Oh, yeah, that was just sort of improvised. <laughs> I think like in any other romantic film, at some point they would have decided this is just too minor, too mundane. But I think in the context of the films that you guys are making, it's the perfect kind of way to be yourself. So that's what I really appreciate about that. Yeah, there's definitely like a playfulness. I love that stuff. So at the end of Daylight Savings, I remember this from a lot of the Q&As in the film festivals. It said that the tale of Sergei Valentine is going to continue. What's the status on that now? Is there going to be a part three? That is a lie. No, I, <laughs> no, I, um, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think we have to be held to that. It's just more a question of when Dave is available after his uh, his huge success with Man from Reno. It's going to work with like George Clooney and uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling from now on, you know? This is going to be, have to be like a before sunrise situation where 10 years later, picking up. Maybe. Yeah. I would actually be into that. Just work on my acting chops till then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You can check out Go Nakamura's music on his website, gonakamura.com, or on his Instagram, where he posts a lot of guitar therapy videos. He also recently produced a new record by Big Phony, aka singer-songwriter Bobby Choi. And speaking of Asian Americans in love, Big Phony currently has a Kickstarter to raise funds for the romantic musical drama he's making called Fiction and Other Realities. It looks pretty good, and March 14th is the last day to donate, so check it out. Saturday School is a proud member of Potluck, a collective of podcasts that features stories and voices from the Asian American community. It's produced by me and Brian. Our logo is by Grace Tallis Lee. Our theme song is courtesy of Rimsky Music and Premium Beat. We have a Tiny Letter newsletter you can sign up for to get lecture notes. Tinyletter.com slash Saturday School Podcast. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Ada Singh, A-D-A-T-S-E-N-G. Brian's at Who's Brian, H-U-S-B-R-I-A-N. And the podcast Twitter handle is Wake Up Sat School. Next week, Go Nakamura is back, and we'll talk about living on Tokyo time. I know what you're thinking. Wasn't that our assignment last week? I know. Sorry, we switched up the order last minute. But if you actually did watch Living on Tokyo time last week, well then guess what? No homework for you this week. Class dismissed. Hey, want some extra credit? Check out one of the other shows on the Potluck Podcast Collective, like Collabcast, a weekly podcast hosted by Marvin Yue and Christine Minji Chang about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. This week's episode features another musician, Alex Huang of Run River North. For that and more, go to podcastpotluck.com. See you next week. <laughs>